Sir Snippets is generously sponsored by the Saka family. We, uh, it's been a long time, but we are up to the conclusion of the second bracha of the Amida. The Almighty fulfills his commitment, faithfully fulfills his commitment to those who sleep in the dust. So traditionally, this is translated, it's understood to mean that Hashem is reliable, he's trustworthy, that he's going to bring those who are no longer here back to life. Rav Chalap and his Meimah Roma and the Siddur is bothered. It should say Ne'emunaso, not Emunaso. If it means faithful, we'll come back to that another time. But I want to share an insight. One of our listeners, Moshe Bienenfeld from Clifton, New Jersey, emailed me. The listeners share the most beautiful insights. He shared an insight based on something that he heard from me. So I'm very grateful that he, that he shared it. It's his own Chiddush, very, very beautiful. What does it mean, Afar? It's a very funny expression. Those who sleep in the dust sort of graphic or dramatic or unusual. Why are we employing that expression here in the Amida? Rav Druk and the Machzer quotes an interesting gra. In the video of Yom Kippur, we say, I am dust in my lifetime, all the more so in my death. It's one of the more dramatic parts of davening towards the end of the Amida. What does that mean? What are we thinking? What are we saying? What do we concentrate on when we use those words, I'm dust in my lifetime? We understand that what it means to be dust after life, the body disintegrates, it returns to the dust. But what does it mean to be dust in our lifetime? So Rav quotes the Vilna Gon in his work, Imre Noam Meseches Brachos, who says these words refer to the performance of mitzvos. We know that we are comprised of two parts. We have the animal part of who we are, the physical material part of who we are. And then we're in the Shama, we are a piece, a portion of God. When we do a mitzvah, the Gon says, we're incapable of devoting ourselves perfectly to the mitzvah. A mitzvah is purely spiritual. But the physical part of who we are holds us back. So as much as we perform a mitzvah and we do the best we can, it can't be absolute and it can't be pure. We invoke the fact that we're made of dust as a sort of explanation or an excuse, as a defense of why our mitzvah is imperfect because we're made of the, the dust. So afar ni b'chayai, is an explanation, a justification. Ribona Shalom, I'm a mere mortal. I'm finite. I'm physical. I'm material. So I can't fulfill mitzvos in its most perfect, in its most perfect sense. So maybe, he suggests, now we invoke something we've shared before. We call God a Kel Emuna. What does it mean? God is a God of Emuna. And we see this, we've shared Rabbi, the first Siddur snippet, all the way back, among the first Siddur snippets, Modani. Modani ends, Rabba Emunasecha. God, your faith is great. We see it also, God, your faith. What does it mean? Whenever we're grammatically associating God having Emunah, what do we mean? We're the ones who have faith in God. God doesn't have faith. We have faith in Him. In whom does He have faith? What does it mean? Kel emuna, God of faith. Rabbi emunasecha, you have a lot of faith. What do we mean? Your faith at night. So we shared the idea, based on Rav Tzadok HaKohen and others, God does have faith. In whom does he have faith? In us. How do we know? Because we woke up this morning. If we're here, it means he still has faith in us. We still have more to do. So this is Moshe Bienenfeld suggests. He said, we say three times a day in Shemun emunaso, Lishenei Afar. Combine Rav Tzadok on what does it mean Hashem has emuna in us with the gra on Afar, Lishenei Afar, Afar ani and you come out with the following magnificent insight.
If we look, Hashem has faith in us. He's a kelamuna, rabbi muna secha. Even though we're finite mere mortals, even though we're imperfect, he believes in us. He has faith in us. He goes long on us. He's optimistic about our future. But what about tough challenges? We're imperfect. We fail him. We come up short. We're lowly. On a day-to-day basis, we indulge and we give in to the Yetzirah. It gets the best of us. We're napping. We're sleeping. We're among those who are asleep in mitzvahs. In fact, it works perfectly. He didn't say this, but the Gemara Megillah says, when Haman describes the Jewish people, we're now coming up on Purim. There are people that they are scattered. Yeshno. So Chazal, the Gemara Megillah says, don't read it, Yeshno. There is a people that are scattered, but Yeshno means there is a sleeping people. They're fast asleep. They've been lulled to sleep. They're not spiritually awake. They're not spiritually passionate. They're not spiritually enthusiastic and energized and on fire. Not Yeshno. There is a people that are spread out, but there are Yeshno. They are sleeping. There are people that are fast asleep. So sometimes we feel like we're distanced. Sometimes we feel like we're far from Hashem. We failed Him. We're dozing, we're napping, we're sleeping with Gashmias, Afar. The Vilna Gon said Afar means we are mere mortals, we are material, we're physical. We've sunk in low, in chait. So does Hashem have faith in us in those moments? Maybe that's the pshat. Mekayim emunaso, lishenei Afar. Kirsh Baruch just like you create Tchiyas HaMesim. Six times in this bracha we mention that Hashem resurrects the dead. Tchiyas HaMesim. And we conclude in Mekayim Emunaso, your faith, Lishenei, to those who are sleeping because Afar, because ultimately we're made up, we're physical material beings. We are lulled to sleep by the physical world in which we operate. And therefore we, have, we know though, Mekayim Emunaso, we have faith that you have faith, that we can turn it around, that we can have a Tchiyas HaMesim, that even though we seem like we're asleep, we can come back to life, we can wake up, we can wake up, not during just challenging times, but even when we are low, you can create a spiritual resurrection that we are reawakened. Beautiful, beautiful insight.